You are listening to Destiny Pizzas. Today is Wednesday, June 26, 2019, week 294. I'm Dhruv Patel. I'm Mike Steska. This is Destiny Pizza. Let's get into some Weaviewed Reviewed. I watched a movie called The Perfection. Have you ever heard of it? I have not heard of this movie. I don't know it's what it's about. Netflix original. Okay. Horror thriller. Okay. Starring Allison Williams and mm. someone else. In typecast as horror person. What else was she in? She's Girls. She's in a, she was in a horror movie. <laughs> Peter she, Pan. She was in Get Out. Get Out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I was like, am I missing something? It's like, yeah, she was in Get Out. Um, it was Allison Williams and Logan Browning, who's in Dear White People, I believe. Yeah, on Netflix. So that was, I thought that was kind of strange. Hmm. I don't know who this person is. Steven Weber. He was in... Nothing I recognize. But um, it's about like this cellist who is forced to leave a music school to take care of her terminally ill mother. And then she goes back years later to see her teacher and meets the new girl who was like the cellist. And then craziness happens. Hmm. And it's like weird. They do this thing in this movie like twice where it's like this stuff happens then they rewind and show you hmm. that things are happening from a kind of different perspective so you kind of see what's going on. Mm-hmm. It was it was alright. And there's like this twist and I'm like oh wow I didn't see that twist happening. I guess I'm glad it happened. But like also it's kind of crazy. I don't mm. know. It's a pretty gnarly movie. I don't think I've seen movies that I had to take a break in. Yeah. I've seen a few. I didn't take a break in this movie, but I could have mm. I should have probably <laughs> taken a break. Let me collect myself. Yeah, or I'm like, well, this is what am I watching? <laughs> yeah. It's a, um, it's a crazy movie. Yeah, I don't know. I'll right. also talk about it. Right. What would you rate? What would you rate it? Like a five, five. Out of eight. Okay. Yeah, five. I mean, as far as thrillers go, it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's like, hmm. There's some parts that are pretty crazy yeah yeah I don't know it was pretty pretty crazy Huh. Let's talk about Toy Story Four. Let's change the topic. Cause yeah, well, it's hard to talk about a mo- uh, like your movie when you don't want to spoil. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to spoil it, and I just yeah. also don't want to talk about it because 
yeah. particularly gruesome. <laughs> hmm. Where um, I'm like, wow, like they. You think like because you go into it thinking it's going to be one thing, and then they just yeah. take it to like a whole other level. Mm. So, Toy Story Four. Speaking of going yes. to another level, Whew. love this Toy Story Four. Okay, so now we talked about it before yeah. yesterday, I think, saying you could understand, or was it two days ago? Yeah, you could say someone could say this is their favorite Toy Story movie. Yeah, because I think. Which one out of the four movies is your favorite? Oof, that's such a hard question, though. Like, I was thinking about, like, what I... Because there's, there's always, like, you go back on the first one because you're like, ah, oh, that was the first like, one. Nostalgia. It was, it was awesome. You got Pizza Planet. Yeah. You got, like, all the characters there. It's like all the first characters. But then, like, you watch the later ones, like, oh, they've improved so much animation and the story is awesome. And it makes you think even more. Yeah. about these characters and then the third one you're like and then man you, the third so one you're like oh sad. my gosh you're like oh like and he's an adult like i'm an adult watching this movie now yeah and you're just like you're just so many levels to it and then this movie you're like oh like things are changing you're like it's it's you're like i'm changing <laughs> i'm changing you're like i like literally because don't throw yourself away okay i'm not gonna commit suicide randy newman yeah it's always like what especially like when because we were kids when those movies come out. it's yeah. like literally our generation of like growing up with these movies, yeah. So it's like it's hard not to be like, oh, every stage of these movies is like my life. So it's always weird to to watch it through that lens. So it's like at the time, it's always like the best one when you see it. So it's hard to, I don't know. Like, uh, I'd, uh, I I have I to say, I say think like this is my favorite one. It, they're like also up there with me. Yeah, I, uh, I might say three and one are like. A hair, but I I love this movie so much that yeah, I, I don't a, even want to say that. But this was a great movie. I like I said, it's it's not like a horrible thing. But my only mm-hmm. problem was the uh, there are so many Easter eggs. Yeah, like all Pixar movies were referenced in one way or another, and it's not like a slight Easter egg. It's like pretty in your face. Yeah. So. Yeah, there was a ton, which was kind of like did they come up with the idea and then do that or were they like oh we'll do this because we can do this or like like in, like there's an antique shop so there's like yeah a bunch of stuff in there <laughs> so yeah there there are a lot of easter eggs but um i don't want to say anything cuz i feel like yeah i don't want to i don't want to spoil the story uh, what do you rate it but uh, uh eight, 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 yeah for sure was, but don't even need to say it but yeah the cool thing like I love almost like everything they do with the like the way they market the movies even where you're like they don't even like advertise oh we got Tom Hanks like all all the people everybody knows they're just like we're Toy Story we don't need to do that and all the new voices they don't have to tell you who's in it or whatever yeah and then you get this collection of people you would never see in like a live action movie together that are in Toy Story four and you're like that that's a crazy like a like a symbol of people right there yeah like that's nuts uh, how many trailers did, were there before your movie. Because I went like to like five a, or six. Okay, because I went to like a quote unquote fan event. Yeah, and there's only three trailers. Oh, okay, I saw. Yeah, like, I saw more than that. You see the Lion King trailer? No, I was looking for that one. We but saw. I, I didn't see Lion King, but I saw. <laughs> I saw like a, it was all animated. I saw Onward. Yeah. Spider Man. No, it was not animated, but I saw Spider Man. Didn't see that one. Uh, I saw this weird Arctic Fox trailer. <laughs> I don't know if you want to watch it, but I'll talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. But, like, this is so weird. Um, What other 
animated movies are there coming uh, out? Frozen 2. Frozen 2, I saw. And there was another one that we saw, and I was like, that's it? But it was pretty much, besides Spider-Man, it was all animated movies. I think it was a DreamWorks movie <laughs> or something. Or no, it was, it was that Fox studio. That's not Fox anymore. It's owned by Disney. It was like Sky. Fox, Sky, Blue Sky. Yeah. What movie did they have come out? I don't know. Um, oh, I saw Trolls. The Trolls movie, World Tour. Oh, I didn't see that one. I saw that trailer. I hadn't seen that before. Oh, Spies in Disguise. It's a new Will Smith movie where he's a spy. And he gets turned into a pigeon. I didn't see that movie, that yeah. trailer. <laughs> what a weird one. I was like, oh, Will Smith is busy. Uh, yeah, it's just... There's like just not that many animated movies that are that high quality except for Disney Pixar. Like, like Spider-Verse was an exception. Like, that was mm-hmm. a great movie, but like not coming from one of the, those two studios. So like it's always hard for me to give those ones and like I mean in the past they've done like Shrek stuff. Was it called Dive okay. In? Nope. Which one? The Arctic Fox one? Arctic Fox Thunder Squad? I think with Jeremy Renner? Yeah, that's the one. Oh, it's so weird. Very strange. It just seems like one of those cookie cutter movies. Yeah. It's just like, oh my gosh, all the names they got in this movie. It's such a weird group of people. Yeah. It's Jeremy Renner, James Franco, Heidi Klum, Alec Baldwin, Angelica Houston, Omar Sy, Tommy Lee Jones, John Cleese, Michael Bonkers. Madsen, Lori Holden. That's pretty crazy. And Nina Sen- Senecar. I don't know who she is. But yeah, great movie. Yeah, go see Toy Story 4. So. Did you wait until after the credits? The very end? Yeah. No. What's, well, did you? Yeah. Uh, okay. No. You I didn't see, know there was um, something at the very end. There's middle credits. It's the Pixar title. Mm-hmm. And then instead of the lamp, it's Duke Kaboom. Mm-hmm. And then Combat Carl comes in uh, and gives him a high five. Oh, wow. I, I should have stayed. Yeah. I didn't look it up though. There's yeah, a... when you're in the trailer. Whenever there's trailers on, I always have to Google it. I should just, just yeah, I should have done that. Oh well. I mean, it's not like a huge one, but it's. I know. I like them though. It's nice. I like them. I like doing that. I just assume. I don't know. I don't know why I assume there's nothing, but I did that this time. That was a mistake. Um. What about TV? Watching any new TV? I started Jessica Jones, but like I feel like oh, yeah. I need, I Just, feel like I feel like I need to finish it because I don't have a full like I feel like those shows like you need a full picture. Yeah, because sometimes some of the middle episodes are can be a little bit slow, and then the yeah. payoff is like in the last yeah. Two so episodes. I'm kind of wait to t- like it's okay so far. <laughs> That's basically okay. my thing. But uh, I'll wait till I the heard end. it's a good end for the MCU on or the oh, Netflix. See, see, that's what I'm kind of excited about. I think it might they may have known it was ending, so there's yeah. something that ends. I'm like okay. That's cool. Um, so I'm waiting for I'm waiting till the end. It's it, it's kind of interesting because like well right now like well it took a while to get into it because I'm like halfway through, but like I didn't know like for four episodes I didn't know what this thing was I didn't know where the what it was about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it kind of started off really slow, so I was trying to figure that out. But now it's like it's basically Jessica Jones and Trish. Trish, Trish. She has powers now from the last season. Spoiler. 
um, and they're hunting down like a serial serial killer. Okay, that's a cool idea. Cause is it connected to the other shows at all that you've seen? So not far? so far, but I except for Jessica Jones. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's an appearance by another character later, okay. but I haven't seen that yet. They usually do it like episode like ten or yeah. eleven or whatever. It, it's like a classic formulaic. Is it, that's what my problem with those do. shows were. Yeah, they, they turned very formulaic. Yeah, the problem is that like every show is like the same show in a way. Like there's different tints on it or well, whatever. It seems like they but, didn't expect anyone to watch all of them. Ex- exactly. That's it kinda, seems like they're like, oh, like people. Some people will enjoy like Jessica Jones. Which I'm sure some people do watch it that way, but the people like us watching all of them are like, this is the same show, kind of with a different character at yeah, the I center. What show it was where someone, someone's like, oh, I love Luke Cage, and I'm like. Well, did you watch Jessica Jones? And they're mm. like, no. That's well, a comic book show. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, it's like, you realize Luke Cage is in like, like half of Jessica Yeah, I was Jones. like, he's introduced in Jessica Jones. Like, <laughs> That's funny. So. I watched Year of the Rabbit. Have you heard of the show? No. What's it's this? a British show mm-hmm. with one of the guys from What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show. Okay. Which guy? Um, the garden guy. Not the main, not the Turkish guy, mm-hmm. but the other guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he plays a detective in Victorian England. Victor- yeah, Victorian England. And he's a really bad detective. And then there's like this daughter of the police chief. She's black. And everyone, she's like, I want to be a detective. And he's like, no, you're a woman. Is <laughs> modern But times? she's like really good. Modern? No, it's Victorian times. Oh, Victor, sorry, I missed that part. So I'm going to assume this is his origin story for I Became a Vampire. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's, I think it's only like six episodes or something. It's like a mini series. Okay. Because he had this other series in England that was like very, very famous that I didn't watch. It's on Netflix, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's very enjoyable so far. I think I'm four, three or four episodes in. All right. Year of the Rabbit. Yeah. Why, why is it called Year of the Rabbit? His name is Rabbit. They call him Rabbit. Gotcha. Let me see what the synopsis is. Maybe I'm like butchering it. <laughs> Series follows a group of Victorian detectives. Matt Barry, that's the name of the actor, mm-hmm. plays Detective Inspector Rabbit, a hardened booze hound who's seen it all, and his new hapless by the books partner, who's like this white dude. Um. While investigating a local murder, the chief of police's lewd but insightful adoptive daughter becomes the country's first female officer. Together, the trio must fight crime while rubbing shoulders with street gangs, crooked politicians, Bulgarian princes, spiritualists, music hall stars, and the Elephant Man. The Elephant Man is actually really funny in this, but yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> so, check it out. Cool. On to discussion. Cooking show team up. Mike, you said you had a stupid answer. It's a stupid one, but I like it, and I would watch it. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Patton Oswalt, who voiced Remy. Oh, okay. Ratatouille. Yeah. I'm gonna team him up with the Swedish Chef. Oh, that'd be really from the crazy. Muppets. <laughs> and I feel like Patton Oswalt could work with a Muppet. Yeah. And it would work. So I'd I'd, I'd watch what that show. What age range are you targeting with this show? Uh, my age. Okay. So like I'm the, not going like Kitty. So like Patton Oswalt can swear. <laughs> I mean, I I'm much I would lo- like I don't realistically I would love that. <laughs> realistically, I don't see that happening. 
Yeah, because I don't think Pat Oswalt swears all that much. I don't think he swears anyway, so I think it would work fine. But like, I feel like we should just target like. I don't know. I like. I feel like the Muppet movie, like the well, the new one. Like I feel it's like, like the, kind of I feel adult. like the Muppets are adult anyway. Yeah, especially with that show that they tried to do. Yeah, I don't want to make it weird like that show kind of was. Oh, I didn't watch that show. Well. I didn't watch it. I watched the first episode, but it was like catering to like adults. Adults, I guess. So like the Muppets have been adult, so I I feel like yeah, yeah just catered to like normal people. Don't go kitty. Just be like regular. But, Interesting. But yeah, that's that's the show I would want. Mine kind of existed, but it's not really a cooking show. Mm-hmm. It was um, in Ugly Delicious. Mm-hmm. There were a few scenes or episodes where David Chang hang out with David Cho. Yeah. And I think that dynamic Keeping them is up. insanity. I do. It's, it is crazy. Yeah. It's like such a weird, because like David Cho, David Chang has been known to like just not care about stuff. Mm-hmm. David Cho takes it to like 11 and he's just like, I don't care about anything. Yeah. And I want to see them having to work together. I do like that dynamic. But I don't think you could ever make David Cho do anything, so. Yeah. It'd be hard to get it to happen, but it'd be fun to watch. Even if they did a travel show where they just ate food and cooked it or something, I don't know. Yeah. I'd be interested in watching that. That'd be cool. I was um, listening to another podcast, and they're saying that the reason the chef show was so enjoyable is because Jon Favreau is so earnest. Oh yeah, and it, I think he's a big part of that. That show works. You're just like, ah, oh, just like John Favreau. Because he's like, he's so, as successful as he is, he's still seeking approval. Yeah, I just like he's like, oh, is that right? And they're like, it's fine, whatever. Like it's and then he's like, oh, I just need him to say something good. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I love this. Did I show you that grilled cheese? Roy Choi liked my grilled cheese. On oh Instagram. no, I didn't. I didn't see that. Really? I was like, so. And then he like still looks at my stories, and I'm like, this is interesting. That's awesome. He's looked at my stories for a while now, huh. but I'm like. How does he know who I am? Hmm. Granted, I've met him a handful of times, but... That is crazy. I was, like, pretty dope. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I got approval on my grilled cheese. I know. Jeez. So like, John like, Favreau's posting it, like... The chef show please, reposted my grilled cheese. Please, he's waiting for, for Roy Choi. And yeah. it's like, no. Like, not doing it. So... Just gotta make a few more grilled cheeses this summer. Um... I also had another idea. What was it? My other idea was. I forgot who it was. Oh, like Steven Ranella, who's like from Meat Eater. Mm-hmm. Getting him to do a hunting show slash cooking show with like. Joe Rogan was enjoyable, but I don't think yeah. that's the right person. I don't know. I need to find mm. like a person who. Somebody into hunting. Who's not into hunting. Oh, who's not into hunting. <laughs> I think it'd be way more entertaining. They have to be not into hunting, but they have to be like like willing to hunt. Willing to, yeah, they can't be anti it, or it's like a weird show. Like, yeah, or like they if, wouldn't do it. I don't think if he wanted to do a, hunt, a cooking show with me, I'd be interested. Except I wouldn't be able to eat any of the food. I know <laughs> that'd be the weirdest show. Yeah, it's like oh, it looks good. Like man, how's it taste? <laughs> it's like it tastes great, Drew. <laughs> you just gotta. I make- guess David Chang and Steven Rinella would be an interesting show. Mm-hmm. Because, like, David Chang, like, because Steven Ranella seems to be a pretty good cook on that show, anyways. Yeah. But to have David Chang there and, like, have him cook with these ingredients that he's probably never cooked with would be an interesting yeah. insight. There you go. Netflix, make it happen. You got two stars. They're both on the Netflix series. Yeah. Crossovers. So, they like those crossovers. Yeah. Um, 
next week, let's give Keanu Reeves an MCU role. Let's see who we let's think. Put him there. He'll be, the he'll be there eventually, and yeah. we probably think so. He's probably another guy who probably ages great. Well, he's aged exactly. great so far, but you could probably put him in like a Iron Man role. Or Robert Downey Jr., he's aged great. Yeah, he could be in the movies for 10 years. And probably not age a day. Yeah. On Netflix Day, The Golem, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and The Zookeeper. Come back tomorrow for America's Sweetheart, This Week in Movies in the Now, and Trailer Talk. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Destiny Pizzas. Until next week, grab a slice and enjoy. Goodbye.